Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the One Thing About a Podcast. You're here with your host, Amani Talks, and I have a very special guest with me today. Taekwon, give us your socials. Give us what you do. Give us your whole spiel. All right. uh, You can find me on Instagram at WBBurney. It's W-B-B-U-R-N-E-Y. Got a lot of fake pages, so make sure you got a blue check, the blue handle on there. And I'm actually uh, the CEO of a founder, the CEO and founder of a company called The Wealth Builders, where uh, we educate people about credit, uh, business credit, uh, forex, real estate, e-commerce. So we do a lot of teaching, a lot of educating. I personally created about seven millionaires. I help over seven thousand people make their first six figures, fire mm. their boss, and retire from their nine to five. So it's definitely been a blessing, you know, to be one man and be to help other people. Yeah, I really like your platform. When I was on your page, I saw all the financial setups and everything, Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is what we need more of. Oh, yeah. Especially with credit, man. People don't understand that. People don't understand how important credit is. A lot of people, they mess it up before they ever understand how important it is to, you know, to keep it on track and how important it is to get them to the next level in life. So I harp a lot on, like, education and, you know, so we got a whole program that you fix your credit, and it's very, very affordable for people because I want everybody to have opportunity financial freedom and not just a certain group of people. No, definitely, because our our group definitely needs it more yes, than one hundred percent. One hundred percent, yeah. They be uh, you you ever hear stories about how people will their parents will put something in their name, name yep, and, get, and then you, they you start years off old, in the re- negative. Yeah, like, they start off. I'm like, right, you eighteen years old, I real bad credit. It's crazy. Light bills in their name, insurance the policy, bill. cable bill, everything, cell phone bills. So it's it's crazy how uh, how generation sometimes like we already we we already behind. Yes. Before we even get ahead. No, for and we real. got a backtrack. So I try yeah. to prevent that by mentoring people and guiding them for they actually make those mistakes and meet them where they are and take them where they're trying to go. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's very helpful. So let's get into what we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. you guys, because I told Taekwondo we're going to have a very, yeah. very interesting conversation. Yeah, she <laughs> kind of caught me out going with it. So, you know, we're going to be able to yeah, yeah. We'll see I, how I we're going to go with it. I don't think it gets discussed enough. When we talk about um, things that we need to discuss to mm-hmm. improve our relationships um, amongst our people, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't even think it's really a black-specific conversation. I, I think it really is just a male-centered conversation, and it's not spoke about enough, and I think that we need to discuss it and break it down so that we can grow from it, mm-hmm. do better. I understand so, 100%. Um, what were you going to say? No, I say I understand 100%. Okay, okay. Learning and growing for something. Definitely, yes, yes. So let's get into it, y'all. So... One thing about it, mm-hmm. okay, oftentimes men have toxic homosocial bonding with their friends mm-hmm. because they are more concerned with impressing their male friends than having healthy relationships with the women in their lives. Okay. Do you agree or disagree? Like I was telling the older me, you know, everybody want to hang, you know, it was bros over women, you know, that was the thing back in the days. But like as I got older, like I said, I realized the value and the essence of a woman and the femininity and the energy, what it does to a man. Yeah. And it's like, and once you get to a certain place in life, whether that's uh, spiritually, mentally, you go through personal development, you get a point financially, you kind of step into your own lane where you become like self-secure within yourself and you don't need validation from the outside world or anybody else. Yeah. Because it gets to a certain point, you realize that you all you got. And then a woman usually going to be the one to kind of be that, 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 that fire under you it, once, you, once you have that mindset, so yeah. But like I said, the older me, I used to be like that when I was younger. I used to always want to hang out with my us partners. Tell how old you are. I'm 34 now. Okay. So when I was like 26, you know, 27, college, I always, I always want to hang on my own boys. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you hanging out, we going out, we going to clubs. You know, you could talk about, you could talk about certain things with your bros. You can't talk about 
you know, with your old lady. And that's understandable. So I think that's why men do that. It's more of a, a outlet to vent to because you don't want to seem weak in a, in a sense. Speaking to, you know, a woman, especially somebody you're dating, you don't want to seem weak as a man, especially if y'all don't have that relationship like that. Because I don't, honestly, I don't care how strong you have, you have a relationship, you know, with your partner. I believe that, you know, this is my opinion, that I don't think all men are 100% vulnerable with their significant other. I, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So are you saying that, um, men will prioritize their friendships with other men because they're afraid of being vulnerable with their partners, like with other women? I'm not going to say they prioritize it, but they may not be 100%, like I said, vulnerable with their significant other. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say they prioritize because, like, you know, they still are putting their old lady first, but, you know, there's certain ways where, like, only a man can understand another man in a way. Well, I don't know. I would argue that we see a lot of examples of men, they do prioritize their male friendships over their relationships with women. Um, We were talking about Tom Brady before. Mm -hmm. I think he's a really good example of that because you have a supermodel for a wife, Mm -hmm. okay? She done had your kids. When you are off training and doing these games, she is almost a single mom. And she's doing all this sacrificing so you can have the career that you want to have. You get your money, you get your fame, you get everything. And all she asks is that at some point you retire, you come home, and you are a father to these kids and a husband to me. And he got back home and couldn't even take a few months with his family. He was like, nah, I'm out. And I would argue that Tom Brady prioritizes um, men worshiping him, men clapping for him, men yelling for him while he's playing football over his marriage. And I think that that's crazy. It's just like, this woman had your kids, and look at her. She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, she definitely is. So I did read about uh, about that story on how, you know, are they going through something right now? They're, they're divorcing. They're divorced. Because okay. she was like, no, like, this was our deal. I let you go off and play uh, football while I was a single mom, almost, and now it's your time to come home and be a dad, and he couldn't he even do that. I, I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that, you know, that life, he would probably got, like, so addicted to it and, like, the notoriety, maybe the fame and, you know, the the way people looked up to him where he probably couldn't get away from it. Or also, what I also don't like to talk about is when you're not in somebody's relationship, we, we looking from the outside looking in. So she may say on the outside world, let us know what she wants us to know, but who knows is that actually the case or why they actually divorced. We don't really know because we wasn't in that household or we wasn't a part of those conversations. So That's correct. I mean, we only know what they tell us, but yeah. she told us. But she did tell yeah, us. Yeah, so I, mean, I, don't, I don't see why she would lie. Too, yeah, yeah. I think that probably their bonding and maybe that connection that they didn't have. So it's like maybe the connection that they didn't have or they maybe didn't see eye to eye. One thing I learned, like I told her, as you get older, you don't know what people be going through internally and in their relationship to cause a man to, you know, to do other things, to cause them to not, you know, not, say, not necessarily he would cheat him, but to spend time away from from his home or family. I don't understand see why a man would spend time away from their family if you've been gone for years. Yeah. I don't understand that. But it's like, you know, we also don't know why he, why he did that. It could have been that or could not have been. I think it really was him just really, um, once he was off of the field mm-hmm. and he's just like, it's just me, my kids, and my wife, that wasn't enough for him. He really needed other men's validation. What did he say? Because I never I never uh, listened to his response. What um, did he say the reason was that he didn't speak on it? I don't think he spoke on it. I think Giselle was more vocal on it because I think it was her telling him, this is what we're going to do, this is what we're not going to do. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that he said anything about why they're getting divorced, but she said it. Mm. 
It's sad to see. It's sad to see relationships it, break up. It because is it's just because like, you want to spend time with your homies, man. I, that's man, <laughs> I ain't a lot. She's definitely she's definitely gorgeous. So I mean, I'm sure everything. You know, he probably had a perfect wife. Yeah. Well. It, yeah. But then again, though. I sometimes be, it's not enough. Yeah, sometimes it's not enough, and we don't understand. Maybe did they not connect on different levels, or maybe like you know, we see a, somebody relationship on the outside looking at, oh, he rich, she's gorgeous. They gotta think everything is perfect. Eh, you just don't know. They might argue every day. He might want to be away from. You just don't know. Yeah. You don't know is she insecure because he's gone? Do she? You just you just never know. I see sometimes also men prioritizing their male friendships to their detriment. To where it is hindering their lives. Um, like podcasts like Fresh and Fit. You mm -hmm. know, we always use them as an example. Mm -hmm. And you can argue that that is a platform that other men watch just to get the satisfaction of seeing women get embarrassed because they want to see men talk and get that men, man validation from a man to be like, King, you're worthy. You're better than these women. You're this, you're that. They want to get that male validation rather than just going out in the real world and handling what you need to you handle, handle yeah. and getting, if you need therapy, if you need this, if you need that. Like, they are... They can't level up, so they're going to sit on their couch and watch men like the Fresh and Fit hosts say, yeah, you're better than this, and, you you know, level up, and you're short, but that's okay. <laughs> like, they, they like to get that from other men. I'm just like, y'all are, like, instead of just going out and being a man and doing better, like, if you don't got money, get, you get a better money. job. Yeah, get a better job. If, network, if, you, get you if you're short, you can, you know, go out and work out, and then at least you're buff, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there are ways that you can supplement things that you lack. And men would rather sit on their couch and get validated from other men than go out and just be better people. And then and see somebody bash women. I think men. I think men that speak negative about women they weak. I think they're weak. I think they're insecure. I think that you just not who you not the person you need to be yet. So maybe you need to work on yourself a little bit more. I would never bash a woman. Never. I would never bash a woman because like women are feminine creatures. So it's like I feel like a man who does that. They they lack things within themselves, and you and for me, like remind you like I'm older, so I have a different perspective on like you know my validation or you know what I see in a woman or mm -hmm. whatnot. So it's like I could see like I said to me the younger people, you may not have you may be insecure within yourself. You may not have the money. You feel like oh this girl looking for this type of person, maybe that person not for you. Or if you I, or you need to go work on yourself some more. You feel They're me? To really be more just shooting themselves in the foot by yeah, not going up, by not seeing that as a challenge. Like if you're not a man that a woman would want, you should see that as okay. Let me level let up. Me level, then. Yep. Yeah, you know. And instead of doing that, they are really just letting other men validate them, yep. and they think that that's enough. Meanwhile, and not and honestly, that's actually hurting them too because you're just, now you're stunning your own growth. Exactly, you're not being better. Yeah, you're not. Being and better. and these men aren't helping you. Yeah. they're taking your money while you're super chatting them, and they don't give a fuck about yeah, you. They don't. Like they don't. It, it's actually really sad. They don't. So like you're right. The men that's the men that say those things, like bro, they're they're stopping you from growing. Like a woman should inspire you, or you should be inspiring yourself. Like yo, you should want to be a provider. So if you feel like that you're not enough for this person, why would you let another man tell you about, you know, your relationship or tell you about how to treat another woman? It's, whew, I want to say the word what it is to me, but that's some real BS. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Yes, and it's um, really weird. It reminds me of that that Dame Dash interview that was on Breakfast Club, and Dame Dash was saying that he prefers to have women around them because mm -hmm. he was like, the woman in your life is going to be the realest person in your corner. They are, man, I don't understand why men don't. I, I, maybe the the person they are attract their own kind of women. 
So, like, if you are not a certain type of person, you may attract a, you know, a low vibration. If you're a low vibrational person, you're going to attract the low vibrational uh, woman, right? Yeah. But if you're a high vibrational man, you're going to attract a high vibrational woman. And high, vibration, high vibrational women have certain characteristics, morals, and values. Yeah. So with that, you you're not gonna experience that level of toxicity with a a higher vibration, more mature woman. So it's like you you can't you won't have the perspective of like oh women ain't you won't even like, encounter that yeah you won't even encounter that. So yeah. it's like you know that's why I'm saying at the end it's all it's all about growth in the individual person. Yeah, that's to attract some... who you want, right? But you gotta yeah. become that person. Exactly. That's what I tell women all the time because um you know. You hear these horror stories about women going out on first dates and the man wants them to split the first, you know, split the bill or or like, you know, just these crazy. I've had women in real life just like spill their details to me about what a man did to them. And I feel like I'm someone that, you know, I'm still in my 20s, you know, well, my mm -hmm. last year, my 20s. Your last <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I feel like I've had experience with dating. You know, I'm from New York. I came to Atlanta. I've dated the drug dealer, I've dated the scammer, I've dated the rich guy, I've dated the regular nine to five guy. And I feel like none of those guys tried me the way that these women are telling me that other men tried them. Mm -hmm. And But you know why? Men know who to try. Yeah, they do. They know who to try. Yeah. They don't, I, I don't even Give exude that, the yeah. energy that you can try me. Yeah. Like I don't walk into a room and you think, oh yeah, I'm a, no. Yeah. So it's just like, you have to have that within yourself so people know they can even step to you with yeah. the BS. Mm -hmm. Some girls also know. I had a conversation with uh, my homeboy and his and her friend. I mean, his friend. She was saying like she used to guys like you know being weird, trying to trick off to get her attention. Mm -hmm. But my partner, his energy in the role, she was like, I knew not to try him. He didn't give me that energy. It was like you know, oh, he's somebody I could try. So yeah. like when you carry yourself a certain way, you, uh, they, they just gonna know like, no, he ain't going for that. Or you could look at a woman and be like, nah, she ain't going for that. Yeah. And you're not going to even come at her like that. Exactly. And there's always going to be exceptions. People that, you know, want to date outside their league and think that they can try you. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. When you're attractive, an attractive man, an attractive woman, whatever, you're going to attract all different types of people because mm -hmm. people are attracted to, you know, what looks good, yeah. what is getting people's attention. Mm -hmm. So you're always going to attract different types of people, you know, all types of people. But it's about what you allow. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I can attract a bum. A bum, of course, is going to want me, you know, yeah. who's not, you know. Yeah. But am I going to let a bum in my space, space. in my mm -hmm. circle? No, I'm not. So it's just about also understanding that you can attract all different types of people, but you're cutting that off. You're like, no, that's not even getting near me. Like, no, you're not getting my name. You're yeah. not getting my number. And at, at, at my at my age, too, I'm dating now. It's like uh, I always, you know, if it ain't for me, I'm walking with the value ain't there. I'm out of there. Like, yeah. you ain't even finna get close. Man, ain't no conversation. I value myself so much. I done worked on myself for so long and got to a certain place in my life where you're going to have to be like that for me to even, if it ain't business, for you to say hey to me. Yeah. Like, I'm all the way like that. Yeah. Have you heard um, of that comedian, Matt Reif? No, I never heard of him. Yeah, he's a, I never heard of him until what's, you know, what's been going on with him. But he was on Wild and Out for a little while. He's mm -hmm. a white comedian. Um, And he is, uh, what, people would consider, I guess, good-looking, attractive, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he had a very female audience. Like, his his audience was very heavily female because of his looks, you mm -hmm. know? But that's a, another example of wanting male validation so bad that you're shooting yourself in the foot because he got his first Netflix special. They paid him a lot of money for it. And he starts his stand-up with a domestic violence joke, knowing that most of his audience is women. He wanted... 
men to find him funny so bad that he just canceled himself because you don't, women think, he are your you don't think he did it for ratings for the controversy well um do i feel like he did it for the controversy what? maybe that was okay but controversy in what way because you want good controversy right you want mm -hmm. controversy in a way that's going to boost you up boost people you up. are going to like oh like let me listen to this mm -hmm. but you didn't get that because your audience is women-based. Men aren't going to listen to you just because you said a domestic violence joke. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You see? They dropped it after because of... Did they drop it? Yeah, not because of the because of the ratings was low. Did they drop, take them off? No, I think you can still go and watch the special. Okay, but you they say the ratings... But he's but, like, people don't listen to him. Like, his... It's, it's horrible. Like, people are just... Now. They're canceling him. Like, they're oh, still man. talking bad about him. And it's just like, that is another really good example of you wanting... Men, yeah, I want to I want to watch that so, so I can because I can see like why would he say that and you have an audience full of women. You seem like you should be catering to the women to get them on your side to keep them coming back. But that's what I'm saying. He was seeking that male validation, so he was like, "Screw my female audience," even though there's the, was, they're the ones yeah, heavily the one, supporting me. Yeah, that was a little dumb on his part. I want to like wet mentally or wet kind of plan the strategic planning to him to come out opening and say that to like maybe like oh let me mix my crowd up a little bit. But like, come out and just say domestic violence when got women in the room who probably it didn't have make been, any sense. who have probably been a, a, a victim of domestic uh, exactly. violence. Exactly. So you, yeah. you don't spark memories back up. They're like, oh, no, I ain't rocking with him. Yeah, they not fucking with him no more. Yeah. Like you just, you just got yourself. He probably had deals that people don't want to work with him anymore. Like all because of this. Dang, homie. <laughs> like now you messing gotta, up your money. Yeah, like you want better. men to find you appealing so bad, you gonna mess up your bag. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. It's, it's it's really crazy. When I think about, because um, I know you were saying, you know, you're older and you grow into it. You grow into your confidence as a man and you mm -hmm. don't find, you know, your male friendships, I guess, so appealing over your, you know, women relationships. Yeah. Um, when I think about when men are younger, right, and they're prioritizing men over, over women, you know, the whole bros before hoes thing, like yeah. you were saying uh -huh. before, um, I just get reminded about how it's almost like a rite of passage for men to go through that phase. Um, and they often brag about it too. Like, for example, men seem to not shy away from them talking about them being cheaters in the past, um, them dogging women in the past. And I'm just like, if you were truly ashamed of that, you wouldn't keep talking about it. But men really see that as like, yeah, I got my rite of passage. Like I did this to women and now I'm all better and we can, and it's just like, like how, and, and here's the thing too. When a man has a mother, yeah. <laughs> and you have sisters. Mm -hmm. I got, yeah, I definitely got a lot of. It's uh, just like women how how does that make sense to you? Yeah. Like, would you want somebody doing that to your mom? No. Yeah. And a lot of times, it if takes, I did, I'm definitely not about to talk about it and say, "Hey, I did this to this girl. I did this." I'm not about to talk you're truly about it. Yeah, of it, I'm but like, they dang, aren't. I hate I did that. They aren't because yeah. it's a rite of passage for them. They they bond with other men over humiliating women. I can, you know what? Speaking of that too, I I can see that too. I've definitely been in rooms where, you know, but now I hang around more vibrating uh, males, so they don't they speak they don't speak like that. But like you know, when there's a room where people don't have that personal development, they're the I'm, I ain't gonna call them low hanging fruit, but like low vibrational man. Oh, that's all it is about this did this to this woman, did that to that woman. I'm just looking like, are you proud of that, bro? Do you think that men lack empathy overall? Mmm. I'm going to say it depends on what you've been through and what your experience, right? Maybe it depends on, like, if you had your mom in your life, how you were treated growing up. Childhood trauma can sometimes be like, you know, F the world. Or 
make you a selfish individual person and make you, like I say, like all for yourself. I think that depends on a person's like experience, how they grew up, how that. Of course, of process. course, it's all situational. Mm-hmm. You can all, of course, based. but what you see in in everyday life, if you could generalize it and say, I think that yeah, a lot of men do like empathy. Would you agree or disagree? Either way. From my personal experience, I'm gonna say I, I don't agree because I know the people that I talk to, they actually like love women. Like they actually like they will try to do the right thing. I don't really hang around people that because they know it's wrong. Like you cannot say you not try, you can't progress in life and still have those bad habits. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you we we big on energy. So it's like I think now the people I hang around now I think it's more it's more empty. Like bro, I need to do the right thing by her, or I need to, you know. Like I said, do the right thing or, or make it right or right my wrongs. Yeah. I think. So why does it seem like so many men say dumb shit like... Because it's less men that... It's less it's less men that uh, work on themselves than men that don't. Yeah, but what I was going to say is a lot of men will say that they didn't know how to treat a woman until they had a daughter. And it's like you have to experience having a woman that close in your life to realize that you were not necessarily doing the right thing. You know, it's just like, why couldn't you just be like, well, I wouldn't want that done to me, so I won't do that to other people. It, it takes them to have a daughter to explain. Like, I either take them to have a daughter, too. I don't have kids, so I even... But I also had a good upbringing, too, so I watched my granddad the way he treated my grandma. I never seen him argue. He gave her the most respect. He never put his hands on her, so I was able to see something different, right? So I know as you, as you grow and you're young, you do make mistakes, right? You do go through things you learn from experience, though, too. But I don't think it takes you raising a daughter. I think it just takes you being a good human being. Some people are good people. Some people are not good people. No matter if they got a daughter, they don't care. You're just not a good person. So that's gonna their energy is going to be exerted through every, every um, you know, situation in your life. So I think those people like that, it's just going to either they're going to need to read a book or something or have some traumatic experience to alter the way they think and the way they treat people. Yeah, but I don't think it should take that, though. I don't think it should take a traumatic experience or you having a daughter to realize, oh, women are human beings, too. It's like men have that realization once they have someone super close to them, you know, a woman really close to them. But yeah. it's just like, you came from a woman. Did you? Mm-hmm. Was your mom not there? I, and I, most, and mo- But most of the time, men do have their moms, so I don't want to yeah, hear that either. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah, you know, because yeah. that's not... I was just about to say that because most of the time, men do have their moms. Most mom, of the but, time, you have your mom. And it's like, you don't... It's, I think it's all about the environment. It's all about the environment, how you grow up, you know, to treat anybody. Because it's like, you know, the immature me, you know, I don't even think I ever, like, thought like that. Because I just seen, I, I knew that I got women in my life. Yeah. So it's like, I can imagine mentally, like, I don't want to treat my sister like that. I don't want to treat my, my auntie, my niece, and my grandma like that. So I was raised around a lot of women. So I had a level of empathy, like, okay, the nurturing aspect of a woman. Like, I felt that. So it's like, you know. Let me let me move properly in a way. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up with your dad? I grew up with a stepfather and my granddad, so I did was able to see, like you know, both perspectives. I seen the good of relationships. I seen the bad of it too. Yeah. So I also you see, I, well, you know, you seen the actual. They made a, like a little comparison where the drunk dad, I uh, had two sons. One grew up to be like his dad. The other one grew up not to be like his dad. So me experiencing. You know, my stepdad beating my stepmom, I seen, okay, how can you love somebody? I don't want to treat them like that. So it made me not want to ever do something to like, do something to uh, somebody like that that you love. Mm-hmm. And also I seen the way my granddad treat my grandma. Like, I seen how happy she was mm-hmm. when he, you know, I seen how happy she was to see him. I seen the security he provided for her. She was just a happy person. And I seen my mother, my mother wasn't so happy. So it's like with, with that mindset, me growing up, it always made me, you know, want to love women. 
Want to do better. Want to do better. I always do the right thing. Even if, you know, you still might fall short sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't perfect. I don't feel short. I done did things. You know, I've cheated before. And, you know, but I, I wasn't proud about it. You know, I let the flesh, you know, sometimes, you know, get the best of me, which happens, you know, we live in this world of society. Things happen. But it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't proud of it. I wasn't walking around like, oh, I did this or this girl. Hell no. So when you're talking about your upbringing, and I guess... It doesn't really apply to you because it was your stepfather. But, I mean, that's mm-hmm. still a father figure. Yeah, it's still a father figure. He was in the house. Yeah. Um, do you think it takes... I mean, I believe it takes a man to raise a man. I don't mm-hmm. believe that men can be around women and be around their single mom and never have any male figures and then grow up to be the man that they're supposed to be for their future family. Um, I believe that sometimes mothers can hold their sons back um, I believe that sometimes um, they just don't have that example because you have to see things to know how it mm-hmm. goes. I agree. I definitely agree. And back in the days, uh, I talked to this about, I did a live not so long ago about back in the days, there were more masculine men because when, before like social media, before, back, back in the, like the early, probably 1900s, 1950s, things like that, that was a two-parent household. The mom did all the cooking and cleaning. The dad came home and did handiwork. It was like he was out in the field fixing things, building things. And the son was always with the dad, right? So they was able to develop more of a character, more of that masculine energy because of, you know, because of the times at the time. It wasn't all the stuff going on. But I think, like I said, over now when there's separation from the home, because I think, think about this, right? Think about generation before. There, there was a man, in the, there was this one man that the whole family, like, they had, like, structure, Structure has... They have the patriarch. Yeah, they had... The structure has died as we're going into this new generation because of social media, because of the lack of morals that's that's present in households now. And it's like now fathers are, you know, got rules or whatever. Like, it's not the same anymore. So now kids are growing up without their father. So they don't have that vision and they don't have that that leadership role that a man can play in their son's life to kind of show you how to do things. Yeah. How to treat a woman, how to raise a family, how to be that man, how to go out here and provide for your family. And they just go off what they know. And you got a woman that's presenting feminine energy to them, and they have that. They don't know what to do with it. Yeah, they don't know what to do with it. And also, social media ain't, ain't, ain't worse, because I don't think here on social media is elf this woman, elf this woman, woo de woo de woo You hear that? Now, they're being raised by what they see. Mm-hmm. And we all know there's nothing really positive on t- on TV. Yeah. Rap music, the yeah. culture, there's nothing positive about that for the most part. So it's like you're being raised. I think that does the pro, that raises an actual young man without a father. I, I would agree with that. I think that social media is raising, especially Gen Z. And yes. what, what's the generation? I think they call it Gen Alpha, um, Which, the kids under Gen Z coming up. Oh, social media is definitely raising them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Anybody that's like in a, in a 20s, early 20s, Oh, yeah. Whatever the new generation, they're definitely being raised by social media. 100%. I'm going to say something that I think a a lot of people would not agree with me on, but Mm -hmm. I think the girls agree with me. Let's see. What you got? I can't date somebody that has social media. Why? Period. Oh, wow. Never heard of that Period. Unless, uh, no. I was going to say unless you're making money on it. Yes, I was about to say, what if they're making money on social media? I don't want nobody making money on social media. Well, okay, I take that back. That's that's not true. 
if you had a platform, how you spend grow your business without marketing? So you market through a social media outlet, whether it's ads, newspaper, the internet. Not everyone has their own business, though. Oh, okay. That's, you're that's saying not... for people that? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, 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 unless you're making money off of it, which most men are not. Let's just keep yeah, it real. Not, like most not, men are yeah, not. Yeah, most people aren't. <laughs> um, making money why are you on social media? Like, for real, for real, like, why are men on social media if you're not on there making money? I personally can't handle it. I can't handle you. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like it. Okay, so what about the person that looks at social media as, like, okay, if you're following, like, things that inspire you, things to give you ideas to oh, help you, Oh, please, the average man isn't following though. inspirational quote pages. Okay. We know what they're following. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, okay, you're right. Okay, okay. So I said, you know where I'm coming from mentally. It's like, you know... If I'm on social media not making money, I'm following things to give me ideas to help me be a better person. Mm -hmm. But I can also say, too, maybe you know, younger people, they're following to see women, yeah. to see who they DM, they can slide in and, you know, watch some, taking in some bullshit, you know, inside of them. So I can understand that, too. And especially guys, as I was just taking selfies and stuff on Instagram, like, why are you doing that? It's weird to me. For real, yeah. Now, I can understand. It's weird to me. I asked my boyfriend to delete his social media. Was he using to make money? No, he was not. So I was like, there's no point of you having was it. Was he using it to create? He had no ambition. No, it, it was just, he just had social media because everybody has a Facebook, everybody has an Instagram, so okay. he just had them. And I was like, there's no reason for you to have them. Go ahead and delete that for me. You Go ahead and log off for me. Did he delete it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I deleted well, it for him. Well, you're you the one for him then. Yeah. Because it means that he's not... I let him keep his LinkedIn. And he lucky I let him keep his LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah, he lucky I let him keep that. But he was but a, he, he's a professional, so it's like... Yeah, but honestly, yeah. He's the, the one for you then, because if he's able to do that, then that means that he already has his relationships. But, so he don't need nothing else. But also, too, for us growth, Instagram is a way where people can network. So how do... You don't know... You might be hindering his growth. You Networking for what? You don't never know, like, everybody's on social media. What if somebody might, you know, just... Just, just so... Well, his, he don't, he's not putting a job out there, but what if one day he might just post something and he had his job or doing something creative and someone might reach out to him. Well, here's what it was too. He doesn't, he has social media and, but he doesn't really post that often on social media. So I was like, okay, if okay, you're not, then. If so you're he not does have him, one just in case a contact, it reaches out or no, something. No, he doesn't have it, period. Okay. I, I deleted just... that for him because I'm just like, you don't post and you're not using it to make job connections. So you don't need to use it at all. Go ahead and delete that for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, kinda, I feel like that's the I, only way to have a healthy relationship nowadays. Because, <laughs> I mean, you can be tempted, uh, you know, by what you see on social media. You might be tempted by other women, and you might start to look at what you got as like, oh, man, maybe I could do better or something like that. So I, I could see why a woman would want their man to delete social media just because of that. Because, you know, flesh and temptation is real. So I mean, you can eliminate the distractions. Even, it's that, but you can get distracted in real life. I, I, don't, I don't think that social media brings any more real life distraction than real life. Yeah. I just believe that, you know, it's easy to get caught up in a fallacy. Like it's social media sometimes is your imagination. Yeah. I, I swear because people got filters, they mm -hmm. edit in their waste. Um, people post some money that's not theirs. Mm -hmm. You know, Living social media is really someone's really imagination. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, if you got me in front of you, you don't got to imagine about nothing else. Go ahead and delete that. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Cause you know, in the outside world, or even though, I think if y'all together, he's less likely to, uh, you know, probably try to engage with something else. Y'all yeah. out hanging out unless he's with his friends or something like that. But you're right. Social media could be an outlet for you to, you know, reach out or or create an image in your mind that something that's not even true that could damage your relationship. So I, I could see the benefit of 
having having you know that person delete their Instagram. I can see that. You know what this reminds me of, and this is way off topic, but I just got I just thought about it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that someone going to the strip club or looking at porn while they're in a relationship is cheating? Mm-hmm. No. I don't think it's cheating. See, I don't think it's cheating either, but a lot cheating. of girls say the opposite. And I'm just like, but maybe, but you know what it is. Do y'all too? watch it together? It, it don't, it's not even, he could watch it by himself. Like, okay. I'm not concerned about, you know, because I feel like we see porn everywhere anyway. You can be on Twitter and see porn. Yeah. And I also feel like also when we're in Atlanta, right? So the strip clubs here. Is just a form of entertainment. Like, we are so, we've normalized strip clubs in Atlanta. Like, we go to a strip club like we go out to a regular club. So, I kind of feel like, well, I enjoy a good strip club every now and again. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lie, though. If he was going too much without me, I have a problem. Yeah, probably. But you know why I have a problem? It's not because of the other girls. I have a problem with you giving away money that you could have gave to me. Yeah. And I ain't also no way. Think, I think a lot of women like <laughs> you that. You pay that money to me. I think no. a lot of women like that. Like, what are you going to script club for? This money can go to us to take a trip somewhere. Exactly. Or, yeah, I, 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 can, I can see that. I yeah, see that. yeah. And then who that. knows what's going on with the in the dancer's mind? She think, oh, her man coming to see me every. He paying. Oh no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you like ain't, we you not like, doing ain't, that. You like I ain't having that. I'm not oh, having it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think it, I don't think it's cheating, man, at all. Yeah, I don't. Since, I, you, since, you know. Every now and again, yeah. you know, but of course anything can be, you know, become a, a bad habit. Yeah. Then you got to have a whole different conversation. Yeah, just have a, if, 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 if you see it become a habit, then it's like, yo, why you, why you on this so much? So yeah, you, yeah. Like, am I not enough for you or something like that? This yeah. is a conversation, but I mean, yeah, that's another then, conversation. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's cheating though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it's cheating. Yeah, I, it, it's just funny what people view as going over the boundaries in their relationship. Yeah, I think, honestly though, like, I think everybody should have a sense of freedom in a way. I don't think you should control nobody. And you can't control people, you know, people they don't. I, I, the mindset I have is, like, you you have no control over another human being. So it's like you can express your concerns about something that you don't like, but at the end of the day, you cannot control that person. They're going to do what they want to do. Exactly. And until you're married to somebody, you can't tell them what to do anyway. Yeah. You can maybe say how you feel, set but boundaries. you can't get mad if somebody you, you, do something. Yeah, you can set boundaries for that particular exactly. for that particular situation. And if the boundaries are crossed, then you gotta yeah, take you gotta go or today. have have another conversation. Exactly. It depends on you know y'all level of relationship and you know communication and all those things. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. So. Man, yeah. I um, I hope that the era of like these toxic male podcast toxic male platforms that are telling men it's okay to have these toxic homosexual bonding patterns with other men over you just leveling up to be a better man for a woman i hope it ends soon i think i, I hope that 2024 it ain't gonna end soon because it's more men that lack personal development than like i said people that do i don't it's not a lot of people who work on themselves that's true it's not a lot so i don't think it gonna end not no time soon. They say that if you work out and um, you're like in good shape, you're already in the like the top ten percent of people because ninety percent of people don't work out yeah. regularly. Like if you just work out, you're already putting yourself yeah. in a higher you like out, even level if you than re- other people. Even if you read, you are already at the top percent of, the, of people if you read because it's gonna develop a certain like level of conversation. You're gonna carry yourself a certain way. Uh, the maturity level increases. The wisdom increases, and it's gonna just when you have wisdom, it makes you more valuable. And it's like, like I saying, you know, it's less men doing those particular things. Think about when I, I work out like at least three times a week, right? Mm-hmm. It's never nobody. It's, compared to the people like in the area, like a male population, it's like 20 people in the gym. Yeah. So where the hell are the millions of other people doing? 
You know what's crazy? That all it takes is hitting a treadmill and reading a little bit to make you like the top percentage of of, of the population. Yeah. It's like, it's really that simple and people still don't do it. I tell people, if you could just work on yourself, get 1% better every day. Even if you read 10 pages a day or watch a positive podcast so that you can start pouring positive information, digesting things that increases your vibration, increases your value in a person. You Like you're saying, you will be, you attract different people. Yes. You're going to attract a different caliber of woman and you're probably going to live a more fruitful life eventually. Yeah. Because you're being, you're depositing, you know, good fruit, good habits inside of you. So what piece of advice would you give to the young men that are still prioritizing their friends over healthy relationships? Get right. How do they get right? You're right. Read. Work on yourself. Understand who God, God, that king is God created inside of you. Okay. Just work on that. Go to the gym. Read. Start networking. Start growing. Figure out ways where you can increase your value as a man. Okay. Figure out ways where, you know, where, where you lack. You know, get proper people around you, too. Your environment, too. Like, if you hang around a bunch of bozos, you're not going to get that positive, you know, that, that positive uh, structure that you need to be a better person. Change your environment. Go to start looking at things that you're not normally seeing. Because I tell people all the time, you can't expect to change if you're still in the same environment, if you still have the same habits. So in true. order to get new habits, you got to go around people and see something different. Yes. Maybe see a different type of lifestyle from somebody. And you know, okay, what are their habits? Mm -hmm. When you start following that, when you start like going down that lane, that path in life, you're going to like naturally grow. Yeah, I agree. Gonna, so growth, personal development. Make sure, you, make sure they do that. Make sure y'all do that. I agree. Which camera looking at this one? Yeah, that's the camera. Okay. <laughs> Personal development, grow. Make sure you're around positive people, and don't be afraid to invest in yourself, man. And always be willing to be coachable. Those little changes and little habits in your life will put you 20, 30 years ahead, and you'll and you'll see a different life. Like I say, you attract different kind of people. You attract a different caliber of woman, and everything around your life is just it's better. I totally agree. Taekwon, thank you for coming here and speaking with me. No problem. I think that the the little boys learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and shout out your, so. your uh, socials again so everybody can follow you, get on that train, and level up. Yeah, let's go. So make sure you follow me on Instagram at WBBurney, and also you can follow my business page at The Wealth Builders. The At The Wealth Builders. Like I said, we uh, help you repay your credit, help you build business credit, teach you how to invest money, make money, manage money. Not only get the money, but also teach you what to do with the money once you get it so you can actually build longevity and wealth. I love to hear it. All right. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Have a good one, man. Money talks. Let's get it. <laughs>